Bruce Newberry. The food dude. All right, so here we are. It's Bruce Newberry with Ted Carusas, but we can't call it a TED Talk. And we're here at the Blue Play Diner. Hello again. Welcome back to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We are live here at the Blue Play Diner. I'm at the end of the counter. And uh, what has arrived here on the counter is the famous Blue Play Diner Key Lime Pie Shake, which... Is part of our discussion here today. Ted Carusis is here at the counter. Good to see you. Good morning. Good to see you as always. Good to see you. And uh, it is wonderful to welcome Summer. Yes. Like a switch, right? Just turns right on. I think so. That's we the way that it's been going. We just spring, and, and we're right into the, 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 the weltering summer. I mean, it's been talked about as the, the wettest, or the third wettest, or the twelfth wettest. Oh, really? The coldest. Well, in some cities, I guess it was the, uh, in in Providence, which means Warwick, it was the twelfth, I believe. In Hartford, huh. it was the third. No kidding. like that, yeah. So, but well, that's good because I replaced my lawn, so that's why I took you. root. There you go. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> my lawn poor looks kids. They're gonna be cutting the grass like crazy. It's all right. Builds character. That's right. It builds character, which is kind of what we want to talk about. Quickly, simply said, why did you get into this business? This uh, restaurant. There's no simple is. answer for anybody that gets in, uh, to get into this business. Um, so I grew up around it. Uh, my folks for years had the seafaring in Portsmouth yes. and we literally lived above the restaurant for the first years of my life I saw it 25 anyway you you kind of emulate what you see around you and that's good and bad at times but I ended up I went to BU for um, marketing and finance and I ended up going uh, overseas and somehow uh, my mom had set up a tour of seeing different restaurants and, and hanging out like every kid right they want to sure. go out and about but with my mother she was very uh, specific she wanted me to see certain parts of the world and and see certain things and somehow I ended up getting sucked into the vacuum I literally went with a job offer working for Swiss Bank Corp and in the long long story short I ended up um, just quitting that because I didn't want to be behind a desk and, and ended up doing tours uh, or stages they call them Stage, stages yes. go yeah. up to the kitchen door and ask for a job yeah, and exactly. In Europe, and uh, I went to Italy. Where you literally go to the back door of the restaurant. Non-paid, of course. Not like these paid internships they have now. There you but, go. Uh, there you go. Now, did your family want you to get into the business, or did they steer you uh, away from it? You know, second generation, I think they always want. Uh, I was the oldest and a male, uh, not that not that, well, that means anything, but in a once upon know, a time, yeah, once upon a time, and so my my father was like, you know, you're gonna help take over the family business, and you know, shortly thereafter, after doing my stages, I came back and we opened up uh, the cafe in Newport. That's right, yes, yeah, so, I mean, those days more than we know. Yeah, well, literally, I've been so I'm gonna be 50, and I've been doing this on my own for a solid 30 years. Wow, uh, you know, um, I was 20. Wow, well, maybe nineteen when I went off on my own, and and that's it, that's tough though to manage people at Absolutely twenty is. years old. First of all, what do you know? What do you know? I mean, you yes. know, you literally know what the food should look like, what good service is, you know, how it should taste. But do you know anything about talking to people? No. Do you know anything about 
<laughs> recognizing um, um, issues before they become issues? Do you understand how other people behave and how that impacts the greater good or the greater demise? Whatever. The thing the case I never be. understood because I I was with you, but substitute radio for restaurants. Yep. And I was in a position where I was managing people at eighteen and nineteen. Exactly. Right. And the one thing that I know now that I didn't know then that I wish I could take back is I had no idea what people went through in the course of their day because when you're 18 and 19 and 20 and 21 for that matter you just figure that everybody lives like you do right you know you don't have perspective and you don't have open eyes or more importantly I think we've talked about this many times in the past empathy Yes. Because you you yes. have not been through much. What is there? I mean, you're too young. You're still a baby, and especially nowadays, the 18 yes. year olds are a lot less um, worldly. They're worldly in some things, in but some not ways. mature or emotionally open and available in other ways, right? Because even though they're on social media, they really don't socialize with others face to face, and that's the key, right? This business is a face to face business. It's a roll up your sleeve, hands on type of business. So now this is the key word right there. You just said it's socialize. A lot of people whose families were not in the restaurant business, and maybe some who were, get into this restaurant business because it's a socialized business and it's a socializing business. And people like to go to restaurants, people love to go out and they love the parties and buying drinks and food for their friends and entertaining and tipping lavishly and the whole lifestyle. And you say, Boy, if I own my own restaurant, right. I could do this every day. Right. So it's a uh, it's it's a misnomer and it's a, a dual-edged sword. Now yes. I'll talk about there. both, uh, if I may. So if you are a social person and if you are one of those individuals who loves people, loves to engage, loves to be out there and in the limelight, take credit for a lot of stuff, that could be the end of it for you. And I'll tell you why because. It's still a business, and if you're giving away the one thing that they're coming in for, then sooner or later you're going to run into a roadblock where your bills come due and you just don't have money in the till to do so. So that's one issue. Um, The other issue is also because it is such a social uh, thing and it's so high energy, at the end of your shift... You go out, you enjoy, and you're the one getting served for a change. Problem is, because you recognize and you respect what the other person is going through, you deplete your revenues from uh, from tips. <laughs> and so you end up, you know, kind of, you, you make the money, but you don't preserve it. So you got to be disciplined. That's the second thing. And the other thing is because you're around, I hate to say it, but controlled substances such as alcohol, there are a lot of abuses. Yes. And, and, and it comes down to the social structure and dynamic there's abuse because one it's readily available two it's almost socially acceptable right but by design people who go into this business lack sometimes some self-control and self-discipline they they have something is and i mean this with all love and respect to anybody who's listening who's in the business there's something somewhat off at times with them they're there to please others. Is that something that they search down deep inside? I speak only for myself. My job is to try and please as many people as I possibly can. Is it you want to be loved? Do you want to be appreciated? Do you want to be the, the star of the show? Do you want? It's probably a little of everything and for all. And so you always have this longing to want to belong. And that's great when you're using it in a positive way to push and propel your career or your establishment or your, your lifestyle, meaning the business forward. But it can bite you really, really hard yes. in the wrong place um, when 
you you get mixed up with with these substances and and that's and the big thing now right this People is talk the big thing it. yes there's a story in Bon Appetit about how there's all of a sudden a story about a chef who has had redemption and this is all the rage now and there's one on every corner a lot of celebrity chefs a lot of people you never heard of everybody's writing their story oh I I met whatever and I had my rock bottom or I had my thing and now I'm I'm redeemed and I've seen the light and I've turned my life around and all of this and what you just described really is the backstory to that it seems to me because it isn't as simple as oh I you know I I lived the life I you know been there done that bought the t-shirt crashed and burned and now I'm I've seen the error of my ways and I'm ashamed and now I'm making amends and all of that right. good stuff and there's a lot more to it than that. There's wreckage, there's shrapnel, there's carnage, there's the there the, is. the trail of whatever that you left back right. there in the back room. Right. So, again, I can only speak for myself, but growing up in the business, 30 years of my own, but 50, literally in it, and sure. watching as a baby, right? The first thing you're looking at is, is people coming and going as a revolving door. Uh, you know, therefore, I have very, very limited close friends in my life because that's what ha- I've seen over the years, okay? Other things is when you see someone abuse, uh, whether it's drugs, or alcohol or what have you or people or people or people yes let's not forget that um, it becomes a turnoff if you look at it and then you look at oh my god look at what it does it destroys families it destroys extended families i.e. if you're working 60 70 hours a week with someone in a high stress situation they become by default your family it creates um, a hole in your own life yes. and in others right and and then it creates this disparity so i mean i've seen my in my heyday and in my life a lot of negativity that has stemmed from these abuses i've been very blessed that i don't do uh, anything have never done anything mm-hmm. and i think it's probably because of what i've seen how I've seen it devastate others others' lives. You and it is a sickness, it right? I mean, it is a sickness. Age. It certainly is. Plus, I also know my own style type, and I'm extremely intense. I get into something extremely so, like most restaurant people. Sure. And there's no off switch. So if you know your boundaries and you know, I don't even want to try that because I know, what if I like it? Right? And that's something that people have to kind of grapple internally with themselves. There so, you go. You know, it's an addictive lifestyle. It's an addictive personality. And, you know, it, but you can cope with it if you're aware and every day starts one at a time, you know, day and by I, day. I think the, the maybe the takeaway is, do you want your legacy to be, you know, what you had to come back from and do you want your legacy to be built on you know scar tissue and burnt out uh, 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 timbers and so forth or do you want your legacy to be the time that you put in and the fact that you are the sum total of what you saw what right. you, what you right. grew up what do you want how do you want to leave right I don't know I, I you know we've all made mistakes in our lives I'm sure but I think I would rather not have built my thing on you know the burnt out timbers right. I know sometimes it's unavoidable right. but I don't know well you got to respect those people who I mean hopefully it's not PR reasoning that they do what they do because you never know in That's today's true. day and age right That's very but the true. reality is if they've dealt with their demons some people are blessed that they can use their demons to to propel them forward and some people grapple with their demons on a regular basis and kind of go down that other slope they've gone down that other way and they've hit the rock bottom and somehow have come back and said listen look at me look at what i have gone through it was not always the way it is now 
um, then it provides some hope. It provides some some perspective to individuals, and it, it gets rid of this hopelessness that some people end up grappling with in, in the end uh, result. So, Excellent. so I give them a lot of credit. You yes. know, it, it, no one wants to ever admit that they're wrong, and certainly if you can take that wrong and turn it into a positive over your lifetime and impact some people well, then you know more power to you. God bless you. Maybe that's part of God's plan. Who knows? Who but, knows? You know. We don't know. You're absolutely right, and and we never ever ever lose hope. And uh, you know what? You can always come and uh, sit and have a great meal because food is medicine. That's right. And it'll make you feel better. That's right. Right? Have a key lime pie shake. Especially with how hot it is. Enjoy that key lime pie. There you go. All right. And uh, there you are. Now you can hear, this is the kind of thing you can hear on our podcast, the uh, Bruce Newberry Food Dude Podcast featuring Ted Carusis. We get into it in the at the counter and at the booth here at the Blue Plate on a regular basis. And if you go through our episodes, uh, you'll, you'll hear more of this. You know what time it is. It's the best time of the year, the sizzling season. Get that grill going, get the cookout started, and in southern New England, cookouts mean gas bars, linguisa and churis, available at all major supermarkets. The Portuguese sausage that's been invited to the better cookouts for 95 years. Gas bars is great on the grill. Those lean cuts of quality meats, the authentic spices, made according to the same gas bars recipe for all of those years. It's just great on the grill. Slice the traditional sausage in half lengthwise. Get it going on a good hot grill. Or try the linguisa dogs or spicy shoodies. And don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without gas bars. Gas bars, the real Portuguese sausage. Invited to cookouts, clam bakes, clam boils all around this area for longer than anybody can remember. Available at all major supermarkets. Gas bars for 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Get sizzling this summer with gas bars. Bruce Newberry. The food dude.